today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Do you remember last year in the summer when we were talking about opening up after the first wave? And then you remember uh, in the second wave talking about opening up. And then here we are having the exact same discussions once again in the third wave. At a time when the provincial government is being accused of being responsible for the third wave from opening up too early. So how can we be surprised that we're, our restrictions are continuing till June 2nd when for this is the third time we've been having this debate and it seems that the people are screaming to open up early, follow the science, are the same ones that are asking now why it's not opened or accusing the government of opening it up too soon. Same discussion, each of the three waves. Yet here we are having it again. Remember having uh, the mayor of Burlington on and with a letter from all of the mayors in Halton saying, open her up, open her up, open her up, follow the science, open it up. And then, of course, uh, within a week, uh, the numbers went north and just the opposite happened. Everything shut down. So, you know, uh, some say open it up, some say close it down, yet we have not seemed to learn anything from the first and second waves, except when we're addressing the provincial government, yelling at them that they opened up too early, but we've forgotten about all of that while we're complaining that it's still closed. Uh, and around and around and around and around we go, but we cannot be surprised, because when you do partial things and you open up a bit for here, a bit for there, people get confused. They say it's mixed messaging. They don't get it. So we have what we have. All right, it's the time of the show, and nobody's happy. Nobody likes it. Uh, it's the time of the show where we highlight a Hamilton business. Uh, lots, of course, feeling the pinch of a global pandemic. Let's bring in April Morganti, Executive Director of Age. April, how are you doing? Thanks for taking the time. Hi, Scott. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. I was just uh, chuckling to myself about your comments about everybody hates it. I was just saying that. I hate the pandemic. I hate the lockdown. But here we are. <laughs> I know. Everybody is just so fatigued. Uh, tell tell everybody what AGE is, or is it A-G-E? Well, it's both, actually. Um, it stands for Advanced Gerontological Education, but that's a mouthful, so we say AGE. Um, so we are a national not-for-profit, uh, non-funded social enterprise here in Hamilton, and we uh, work to enhance the care of older adults through dementia education products and services. And because we're a social enterprise, any... Um, profits we have, we try to reinvest in furthering our social mission. Give us a bit of an example of the sort of service you would provide. So we have a program that is, um, it's called GPA or Gentle Persuasive Approaches, and we provide um, dementia education to mostly healthcare providers. So it's an innovative uh, dementia care education curriculum that's focused on the individual. So it's person-centered it's really designed for um, interdisciplinary staff in healthcare, um, and it really does help people who are working. So nurses, um, PSWs, uh, healthcare aides, doctors, to look at the individual behind the disease and really focus on that. So we have all sorts of different ways of delivering it through e-learning uh, to in-person in the old days a year ago. Um, to now some virtual options. So that our focus is really on um, dementia care and education. And mostly for professional applications. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, so um, the Alzheimer's Society typically deals with um, families. Um, so we tend to um, focus our efforts on healthcare providers in, in different you know realms, interdisciplinary teams. But uh, typically, yes, it is for healthcare. This seems a very uh, like a very niche service. How did you get here? So we are about 15 years old. Um, our founder, one of our founders is the, um, I believe she's the chair of the nursing department, although I don't remember if that's still her title, um, Dr. Lori Shindle Martin um, at Ryerson. And she's very passionate. And uh, another one of our founders is uh, Barbara McCoy. She's a geriatric nurse. They were really passionate about making sure that people weren't over-medicated and, to, you know, in order to care for these people, just to really take the time to not um, elicit these responsive behaviors and get them riled up and upset, but really rather focus on what's important to the person um, and, and go from there and preventing some of those behaviors. So they were super passionate about that. And, and uh, here we are today, a national not-for-profit um, and actually international now. We did we launched our program in China out of pure um, uh, care. I, I visited China and I saw the lack of support and education there. And so we launched our tiny little 10-person team here in Hamilton. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of where we've come from and where we're headed. How uh, This is still seems a disease that people know very little about, whether it's cause or even how to cope with it, how to deal with someone who has it. How much progress are we making with with this, with dementia? Well, you know what? There's um, I, We are making progress. We are evidence-based, so we're continually doing research. I have one of my team members is a PhD, and she evaluates all of our programming to see if, if you know, what we look at is do people have self-efficacy? So once they've taken their, our program, do they feel more um, confident, um, skilled in order to be able to care for their, their patients and, and residents in long-term care? Um, but you're right. There's a lot of um, controversy around how does it happen? Is And it's not a normal part of aging, really. Um, it is a disease. And so, um, you know, a lot of people are stressed. A lot of people, particularly with the pandemic, you know, they're they're being quarantined. They're being locked up in their rooms. Um, so you can imagine how frustrating and confusing that would be. Um, and for families who are caring for those at home, um, it, it is a very confusing thing. And, you know, our population is aging. That's going to continue. I mean, by the year 2030, I believe, um, there will be one million Canadians diagnosed with dementia. Hmm. What is hmm. the biggest uh, misunderstanding about dementia? Biggest I, challenge for you? You know, I, 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 I'm not a clinician, um, but I would say just from my own perspective, it's that people think the individual is no longer there. Um, and hmm. they, they focus on the deficits as opposed to looking at the individual and saying, what can we do? What can what what is this person's interest, um, and how do we help focus on those areas rather than all of the deficits that people are seeing? You know, getting to know the person is, you know, as opposed to the disease, and I have to care, I have to give them a bath and feed them, and you know, there's still a person there, and they're still capable of things. You know, hmm. so I think that would be the misnomer. I would suggest would be um, probably the most misunderstood. So how has this pandemic complicated things for you in delivering your services? So we have, as I mentioned earlier, an e-learning program, but that's typically, we advertise that and we work with schools, so colleges and universities for PSW and nursing programs. But our training for healthcare professionals in the field is in person. It's a full day course. And then if mm. you want to become one of our coaches, it's a two full day, two day course. Um, so it, it really sort of threw us for a loop because, 
that's our, you know, our, our meat and potatoes, if you will. Um, but, you know, we, my team is amazing. They're small, but they said, how do we make this happen? Because people still, you know, just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean people don't still need this training, right? It's a, it's a needed service. So we created um, a virtual platform where we, you know, we're speaking to groups of people, you know, like we would have in a classroom or in a, you know, a mm-hmm. session, an education session, but it's live. So, we're, you know, in person is always better in the interaction, but, you know, we've pivoted and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really helping to support people at this time. And it sounds like that's a new stream for us to continue for people who are in rural settings, not having to fly down to, you know, a big city. So, you know, person to person is always better, but this, this opens up opportunities for people um, who are in more rural areas, I would say. This has to be growing uh, more and more interest in this uh, in this field. I mean, not only from the aging population, but now with the pandemic, it's even uh, emphasized a more need for to focus on healthcare, healthcare workers, PSWs, that sort of yeah. thing. This is growing. Absolutely, and as I said earlier, you know, the population is aging, and um, education is the key. You know, we're trying to talk to the provincial government um, and say, like, you know, you're developing these. Um, these uh, opportunities for more boots on the ground, I think is how they call it, or PSWs. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Just bodies doesn't make the difference. What makes the difference is education. I mean, you can have, um, you know, a body in, in a long-term care home, but if they don't know how to work with the individual who has dementia, you're just, you're, you're, no, you're no further along, really, because those behaviors and, and, and frustrations are, are going to mount. And, and, you know, that really does lend itself for um, uh, lack of safety. You know, our program helps to keep people safe from... And, and, and it would almost seem that you need a different type of skill set to work with, uh, say, a person with dementia as opposed to who you would normally see in, in a long-term care sort of facility. It's, it's a different skill set, is it not? Oh, absolutely, for sure. You know, there are different brain um, changes in the brain and knowing what they are and understanding, you know, um, triggers for people. So, you know, if, if you know, you're working with someone who... Um, was in one of the world wars and, and, you know, someone comes in with a type of hat on that may trigger them to bring them back to that yeah. place. They may be scared, right? So knowing all of those different things and how to prevent that behavior. So not triggering them and how to redirect, but still, you know, not medicating the person necessarily, not in that case. Um, so for us, it's teaching people how to respond respectfully. Uh, where would you say uh, we are with knowing more about this? And I know you're not a clinician, but are we making advances in this field? Well, I think there um, certainly is a lot of research that's happening, and there are different programs outside of our program GPA that, um, you know, there's a lot of interest in geriatrics now because of the aging population. So, I mean, it, it continues, but, um, and, you know, there are a number of jobs that are opening up for this. So, um, I can't really say where we are, but I can tell you that Canada is is a leader in this area. As I said, I went to China, and you know, as I toured some of these, they don't really have long term care homes. Mm. They, they they think of it as a mental illness, and they drop their loved ones off at the hospital because they don't understand. So, Canada itself is very um, advanced in their understanding, um, whereas other countries are not. And, I, and I'm starting to see that as um, you know, I've been contacted by you know, uh, an individual in Nigeria. Um, there are people are asking about different parts of India and, and the Philippines, but, um, you know, we're, we're as, as, a, as a nation, we're doing very well in terms of our understanding. And website where we can find out more about age? Yes, please. It's www.ageinc.ca. 
ageinc.ca. April Morganti has been with us, Executive Director of Age, as we highlight uh, another business that's uh, finding its way through a COVID-19 global pandemic. April, thank you for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Good luck. Thank you so much, Scott. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.